test, test. Trend, trend. Tristan, test, test, test. Trend, test, trend. The sweet, sweet sound of icy vice. We are live to the sounds of Greg shaking up some vice. Is Dirt Malone alive? <laughs> Dirt Malone. Barely. At 1%. Dirt Malone is barely alive. <laughs> the movie starts Friday. What up, G Code Nation? What up, y'all? What's up, fellas? What's up, What's guys? What's the word? You've been dirt biking? Is that why you said you're. you're Dude, I just—it's dirty twenty. It's one of those fucking days where I just got no—I got nothing in the tank. Nothing in the tank. Nothing. Three coffees. I'm about to chug this fucking three scoopy of ice Ooh, and see if the, see if there's something that triple scoop at what p.m. is it? Can happen. It's a a five p.m.er. Is this just for the culture? I think. Are so. Are you doing that just to just to raise enhance your, your performance in the, the cast? cast? Yeah. To live up to the cast standards. So I could get in a car and, and drive home safely. That's a good point. No, that's a good yeah. point. Because there have been uh, instances where we've had the conversation where I'll mention a SCO, like, you want to get a coffee or you want to have some vice? And yeah. it'll be like seven. And he'll look at me and be like, eh, I'm good. And then I, I totally no, no, hold on, no, no. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and you, your response makes me... <laughs> <laughs> Look inward. No, 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 dude. <laughs> and then, I, and then the part of it is like, all right, because I want to be alert for the ride. We home. often find ourselves in t- different situations in terms of drives home, <laughs> yes. and so. Um, well, I've been, I have, I don't know about you guys, but yeah. have you ever utilized a rest stop to rest? No. Wow. Yeah. In your life, you've never done it. Um, I wouldn't say like pulled I've, over. I mean, sat in I've the car. been driving long enough. Well, you drive I've been a driving lot. before yeah. where I had to literally had to will myself to the next rest stop so I could pull over and rest. Trying yeah. to think because I was that fucking tired. Like I couldn't drive another mile. The windows open. The uh, gum no chewing. The music. No matter what it was. Not in the fuck off. Try to get like two monsters for two dollars or something. I don't because like any situation would be that tired. Like I didn't have the time. You know what I mean? Like you'd be like working on a film or something and yeah, yeah. sleeping four hours a night, but then like there is no fifteen minutes to be found. No, no. So like I'm not talking. No, well, you're talking just to stop operating the vehicle for like a minute. I, I'm just talking about because I can't operate the vehicle anymore. Right. <laughs> so the option that sounds is dangerous. The option is I either have to pull over, right, or I don't calamity. Right. <laughs> those are my. Those are the options that are ahead of me. You'd never be. That's good. So. Man, it's like. A, but I've also. You also had like. Un, un, You've lived far from where you work. Many, many times yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah. You're like a truck driver. You're kind of like a truck driver. Like yeah. way out. Like, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good hour and change driver. easy Ab- it's, yeah, almost ab- every day of your life. Abnormal drives. Yeah, that's true. Have characterized you know, a lot of for my at least twenty life. For at least 20 years. Long time. Because it was like, what, Atlantic City to New Brunswick, Pennsylvania. That was 110 miles each way. Right. I did that for six months. He's like and the then g- Pennsylvania to New Brunswick. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, in the Bucks. Right. Greg pulls into work yeah. every day, and his fucking his hood just. Shh, you got to pop the fucking hood, and your fucking right. whole motor's on fire. It's a lot of driving. 
a lot of driving. Yeah. And I mean, the entire G code experience has been characterized. You by should a lot calculate of the amount of miles you've driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's guys probably out there who are listening who are oh, probably no, like truck drivers. Like, yeah. Hundred hundred miles. Uh, yeah. That's going to the store. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> exactly. A, da- a daily occasion. Currently, it is um, game two. Astros Yankees. Game three. Game three. I'm yeah. sorry. One one. Right now, it's not looking good. But you I said didn't it was only one nothing though. No, it's two nothing. The okay. home run is second inning. I think okay. they've pulled Severino, and uh, but I'm kind of like checking it in a cursory way because it's just very very low expectations. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, dude, the one stat on the one pitcher is fucking insane. Yeah. So the guy the Cole, stat line in general, and it's funny because like I feel so disengaged that I'm uh, just, like, completely unaware that this is happening, but, like, the guy is, like, uh, pitching at a, at a historic level. I heard a guy say the other day that he will get $40 million per year as a free agent this offseason. Wow. That he might get a six- or seven-year, $40 million a year contract. Wow. What? That's insane. So is he definitely going to win the Cy Young? I don't know. I think he's, a, I don't know, about the early part of his season this year. Right. I know they haven't lost in his last 24 starts. He's 18-0 and 0 in 24 That's starts. That's crazy. Which is pretty ridiculous. And the, some of the names that you mentioned to him along with were Christy Matheson. Yeah, well, uh, he if, had, though, if people don't know, Christy Matheson is part of the original. Yeah, this is, the, this yes. is where they came up. He yes. struck out a batter dirt in 73 straight innings. He struck out at least one batter. <laughs> which is the longest streak going back to like 19... 19- 15 or something. That's insane. And Skull was talking. Skull was talking. 73 straight innings at least once. That's like the game where you go to and they just have the fucking Kate papers ready. Yeah, no, he's, and he has like 13 straight starts <clears throat> of at least 10 strikeouts. Like, just. What's this guy's name? Cole. I always say Garrett Cole, but it's not Garrett Cole. Is it Garrett? Gary Cole is the actor. Gary Coleman? No, no, Gary Cole. <laughs> Gary Cole is Lumber. Gary Cole is Lumber. Garrett Cole. <laughs> There you go. G E R R I T Cole. Yes, he's uh he set so many records in the last like three months. I literally didn't know any of the stuff either until I watched the once it became relevant to the, my limited ability to watch sports. Uh, I watched the last game of the the deciding game of Tampa and Houston, and he pitched it, and he was just it looked like how many know, innings did he go? He's a California guy. Eight. Okay. I think it was eight innings. Okay. But he struck out five guys on a fastball, five guys on a curveball, and five guys on a changeup. And never two of the strikeouts were the same in a row, like with the right, strikeout yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, strike him out with a fastball, strike him out with a curveball, strike him so, out with a changeup. So that full 15 of, of them. <laughs> that have that full in arsenal of pitches. Yeah, so like they don't even know. He's just dominating. This so. is, uh, statistically, this is his best year. Oh, yeah. How old is he? He's 29, so he was like okay. on the Pirates for years. Yeah. He was not like wow. a stud pitcher wow. until, you know. Well, Sko was talking about the, some of the um, twenty and five pitchers that year. he was. Uh, yeah, so he'll probably win it. Like the, the pitchers, pitchers throughout history that he's now alongside, and it was like names like Christy Matheson, um, Bob Gibson, Sandy Koufax. Yep. Uh, Christy Matheson, by the way, who's like one of the all-time elite dominant pitchers and a lot of um, – I'd say people who aren't necessarily into baseball history or right. just younger folks who don't pay that much attention to that kind of stuff might not know Christy Matheson, but he's a pitcher for the New York Giants. <clears throat> and one of the um, 
charter members of the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. The Baseball Hall of Fame. There was a, like an initial... And init- a statistical just... Yes. You know, yeah, if you yeah. ever just go look up his stats, Well, there's, right. a, there's a group of guys. There's Christy yeah. Matheson, Walter Johnson, right. Cy Young. Right. Who the stats... They were like the, three, the first three great pitchers, and the stats... Stats on those guys yeah. are so absurd. Right. Cy Young won 500 games. Yeah. 500 plus games. And the <laughs> stats on those guys are so fucking nuts. And you got to remember, too, that they were pitching like <clears throat> every three days, stuff yeah. like that. Like they were pitching constantly, yeah. you know? It's crazy the durability of, of guys back yeah. then, you know? Nolan Ryan being the more modern version of that kind of guy who pitched right. for so long. You know, was able to pitch for so long. Yeah. And I said... 300 strikeouts a year times... You know, yeah, twenty years, and you're talking ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's no, insane. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. It was what was he fifty five hundred strikeouts, something like that, in all around. Yes, yeah. I think the yeah. I'm trying to remember three thousand. Yeah, it's over right. So he passed five thousand strikeouts. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got more than five thousand strikeouts. Right. And I think the the second most <laughs> might have been Cle- might end up being Clemens, Clemens who did get four, did he get to four thousand? I think so. Like the crazy thing, I was trying to talk about like the pitchers in our lifetime, right? And the Welcome more, to the baseball camp. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's this is what we it. like. The more, the more recent ones that I think of, right? Like I, I hadn't even thought really. I heard you mention Madison Bumgarner earlier. Yeah. And like uh, Kershaw and guys like that for sure. But, you know, the most dominant guys that I think of in like recent years, meaning like the last two decades, would be like Pedro Martinez and Randy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. those are the two obvious like... Those are two, definitely. Two obvious, more recent, like dominant pitchers. But I was saying earlier, and I think I mentioned this to you guys before, is that I always think back when I think about like dominating pitchers. And it's not even about Clemens or, or Gooden or anything. It's yeah. when in 88 when the Mets... You see, the Mets won in 86. Mm-hmm. Should have won in 87 and fucking lost to the Cardinals like on the last game of the season, yeah. right? And then the Cardinals lost to the Twins. Then in 88, they were fucking amazing again and they lost to the fucking Dodgers. Yeah. And the Dodge, the reason they lost to the Dodgers is because Oral Hershiser, I think, went 59 straight straight scoreless innings. In the postseason. No, no. Oh, well, <laughs> leading up to the oh, postseason. Right. So you went 59 straight scoreless innings leading up to the postseason. And that's what put the Dodgers in the postseason. And then, like, was like throwing in relief, yeah. throwing, pitching three it times, in, like three times in a seven game, game series. Yeah. Those guys then had coming in. My earliest baseball memory yeah. was him just dominating. It seemed superhuman. That's the to me that Oral Hershiser, Oral Hershiser in '88, what he did to the Mets, and then just what he did in the playoffs, and when the Dodgers beat the Mets in the playoffs, and then what he did to did to the Bash Brothers in the yeah. World Series. It was just, in my memory, it's the most dominant pitching performance I ever saw a pitcher make. And when Skull was going down the list of the guys that Garrett Cole's now with, it was like yeah. all these immortal pitchers and Oral Hershiser from 88. It's like one of those guys. Fucking crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's like crazy because I didn't even know that was happening. I'm not even paying oh, yeah, close no, enough attention I mean, to even know it was happening. And it's like, I think it, like, it wasn't a crazy pennant race. And the team was already good. Right. And everyone's winning 100 games. And there's all these home runs. Yep. And it's like. Yep. But I'm sure that if I was like, if we were 18, we'd be like locked in. No, we would have known like two months ago. But Nolan Ryan all time is number one with strikeouts. Right. 5,714. Wow. Number two, Randy Johnson. Wow. 4,875. Wow. Well, he was he in the league for how many years? He went, yeah. Wow. And Roger Clemens third, 4,672. S- Steve Carlton's got to be. Who's He's behind? He's the next guy, 4,136. Okay. Wow, so Steve Carlton's Those are the 4, only four 4,000 wow. or above strikeouts. 
Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson. Wow, Bly Levin. Now, Bly Levin's a guy with... Compiled. Yeah, but I see, I don't think... A lot of people shit on that. No, no, no. A lot of people shit. No, 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 I know. But when I hear that... That's how we got there. Yeah, yeah. When I hear that, I'm like... "Eh." Well, yeah, because some guys are like... um, Like Jerome Bettis is a compiled... Or like, you know, one of these guys, it's like, I'm sorry, you ran for... Yards, right, like, so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he did it so for right. a decade. Right, to be like so good for so long, <laughs> right. so consistently I good. Mean, like it doesn't mean you doesn't mean that you're necessarily like. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily dominant or the best in an era or whatever. Right. But the thought that you can be so consistently good for so fucking long, like that is that is like an incredible now, thing. Frank Gore is one of those guys. Frank Gore. I like Frank sports. Gore. I like Frank no, Gore. No, but hold on. I like Frank Gore. No, I'm saying the you. Wait Frank till Gore. I tell you Frank Niners. Gore's career stats. He's okay. on the Niners now? He's on the um mm, I don't think so. Buffalo? Um, he's on. on Buffalo. Yeah, he's he on, on Buffalo. He was on the Niners forever, but yeah. He's on Buffalo. All right, but hold on. I'll give you his career stats cuz okay. I feel like you're going to be like Give me his age too. I feel like right. he's So, he is Let me try to find even his age. 34. Franklin Gore. He's 34. He's 36. Oh, okay. So, hey, man, 36 for a running back. How many career rushing yards do you think he has? Uh, 10,000. No, I think he probably has like 20,000. 15,000. Wow, okay. But that is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the only reason I said so high is 20,000 is because I was thinking that he probably has played 14 seasons. I mean, he has nine seasons over 1,000 yards. Right. He's got 80 touchdowns. Wow. He's averages four point four yards a carry for his career. He's got to be a lock hall of famer. Where is he all time in, r- yeah. in rushers? Well, the thing is though, he's had this is his fourteenth season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's up there on the all time list. Saying. He's got to be. Yeah, yeah, got to be. But he's a guy like you know how yeah. many first team All Pro? Right, right, right. No, like he sure. had seventeen hundred yards his second year. Right. Other than that, he never broke. His next highest was. 1,214 yards. He had 10 touchdowns once. Who's the best running back in the NFL right now? Like, I don't even McCaffrey. know. I don't know the way that... Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey yeah. Christian He's a McCaffrey. fucking monster. You know, Christian, you want to talk about genetics? Yeah. Okay, so Ed McCaffrey is his dad, and Ed McCaffrey was... Is he really? Oh, wow. Yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed McCaffrey that. was Elway's, like, go-to receiver. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Ed McCaffrey was kind of like um, Edelman. Yeah. For L.A., right. like that kind of guy, like the clutch receiver, you know, he, like he almost playing like a role like t- a lot of tight ends play nowadays mm-hmm. where it was like the go- the, the guy. The third down possession yes. receiver with the yes. hands, Quick the yards. Yep, yep, yep. The yeah. guy who's like, right, who's like as steady as it possibly can be will get open and will catch the ball, Like right? what's his face on uh, the Cardinals? Right. But like not as, maybe not as overall talented, but. um David Johnson. No, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald's gonna be end up being one of the goats. Oh, yeah. he's an yeah, all. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's he's playing great legendary. this year too. Yeah, yeah. Probably might be have like the best hands ever. Yeah, but dude, McCaffrey's gonna have like a thousand, a thousand plus rushing, a thousand plus receiving yards this season. You didn't let me. Fi- that's amazing. But you didn't let me finish. Uh, so his dad is genetics. Ed McCaffrey. His dad is Ed McCaffrey, and then his mom was like an NCAA Division One sprinter. <laughs> So his dad is a, is an NFL yep. receiver and his mom is like an elite runner and then it's like there's something to be said for genetics. It's not a fucking coincidence that the kids are. When freak. they had him, they're like, "This kid's gonna be a fucking I mean, yeah, monster, he's be a freak." You know. I'm just gonna drink some vice. Don't mind me. To... Do it. Do it up. 
There's like a nickname going around for McCaffrey. I forget what it is. White Lightning. No, nah, it's something. It's something like that. Or it's like racist. Isn't your uh? Don't Dare. you have like a name on the streets out here? Is Young. Young not, shit stain. Not white rhino. Not uh. I can't remember one of your aliases. White chocolate. Something like that. <laughs> thought you had a, my nickname. Thought you had a white something. No. It's not white diamond. It's not white. <laughs> Just white. Wh- white. White boy. <laughs> white boy. Speaking of white boys, what? I've been watching the uh, hip hop evolution as recommended, and it is incredibly perfectly executed hip hop documentary one of the best things i've ever watched uh, what a daunting task it would be to set out to do what they've done yep. and they're doing it yeah. like it is start to finish amazing riveting yeah. there malona how much what what have you watched of hip hop evolution i haven't gone back to see, it see what i what i thought you were telling me and what, I, what i'm not 100% clear on is did you start watching the third season no. Or did you start with the first season? I started with the first season. Okay. I'm like three or four episodes okay, in, okay, and okay. that's it. Cool. Yeah. No, okay. It's but that's only cool. like five episodes a season. But you made it through the New York episode. Is that correct? There's an episode with the, the all the producers, and then it's Nas, Wu-Tang, and Biggie. If you saw it, there's no way you would not remember. No, I didn't see it. Okay. That is just yeah, remarkable. That's the second season, third episode. But I agree like with you that, what I, that New York episode is like... I'm not going to say easy money, but like right. it is almost impossible for you and me to not get like over the right. top excited about it. But what you pointed out to me is something I completely fucking agree with is how startlingly, startlingly good the Bay Area episode is. Yeah. The Miami episode oh, is. Like, amazing. Crazy. Amazing stuff, man. Like yeah. I, I was really into it. Like the Florida scene. Yeah. Um, all of we it. talked about Houston. that on the cast, the 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 uh, U.S. government v. Luther Campbell. Yeah, oh no, yeah, hell yeah. yeah! I was like, there were times where I was like, I was surprised, and I shouldn't be. No, no. But I was like, wow, they're covering Paris. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Wow, like yeah, in yeah. depth on Willie D. Like yeah, all yeah. these guys who I'm like, I knew were had their moments yep. when we were kids and like when hip hop was exploding. But there's so much to get to. That you, I, you immediately start thinking like Biggie, Tupac, like right. all right, I'm gonna see all the right, greats. Right. But then there's like ten minutes on Paris right, and they're right. interviewing Paris and yeah. even like the crazy stuff, you know, Digital Underground, the Humpty Dance, right? Humpty mm-hmm. Hump and Shock G were two different characters. Right. In Digital Underground, same guy, same guy. He literally was on the way to shoot a video <laughs> and just like ran into like a Dollar Tree and they had a dollar bin of prosthetic. Noses, noses and like a pig nose, a dog nose, <laughs> and he picked a Groucho Marx one to put it on and started doing this voice, and like I'll went do the and did this video. Yeah, That's the one of my hump. favorite movies. And he that. said like within like a couple of weeks it was like, hey, can we get an interview with Humpty? Hey, we need to do an entire Humpty yeah. album. Like this whole entire thing exploded and it wasn't even planned. And Tupac, and it was the reason. And Tupac's part of that crew too. Tupac yeah, was yeah. dancer and their crew and stuff. What yeah, was they, the movie? That, that same, song, uh, same song was the song from Nothing But Trouble. Nothing But Trouble. Awful Chevy Chase movie. Uh, awful it has movie a with good people in it. Uh, yeah. The pigs in the junkyard were my yeah, favorite. Yeah, um, I rhymed that Tupac verse at St. Phillips wow. in fifth grade. How about that? To this day, I have the lyrics memorized. Sure, 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 Scofax. Yeah. Tupac's first verse. Yeah, Show me yeah. the Scofax. Before, he was a tu- before there was any Tupac to know, eight yep. bars. And they were awesome. Yep. Um... Yeah, he was a be- he. They were like, "Well, we need somebody to come on the road with us. We should ask Tupac." They're like, "But Tupac doesn't like being a, like he wants to do his own thing." 
He's going to say no. And they're like, he called us back like two seconds later. He's like, I'll probably be dead by the time you come back. So Damn. I'm going with you. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Holy crazy. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to McCaffrey, his yeah. nickname, Derry Sanders. Oh, there you go. Uh, Derry right. Sanders. <laughs> That's actually pretty clever. That is good. Yeah. I like it. Why has it got to be about his race, though? Quiet boy. Quiet. Quiet, Quiet lightning. That's crazy. I didn't know about his genetics background. Yeah, Genetical yeah, yeah. background. Yeah, crazy. I, don't, I wish I, I mean, amazing that we all have these devices where we can find this out it's in only. a millisecond. <laughs> but his computers. mom is a crazy runner. I don't know the exact details, but I want to say like an Olympic sprinter or like a Division One fucking like, you know, running at one of the great schools, sprinter, track star. Yeah. And, her, and his dad was a great NFL receiver. It's fucking crazy. Genetics goes a long way. Plus, he's probably like in the game. Since he was a kid, yeah, you know what I mean. Course, like he's around. Course. Yeah, yeah. You see these guys who are right. like ball boys, or like Barry Bonds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, is it genetics or is it like Willie Mays? Indoctrination. <laughs> it's indoctrination. Who do you breed with Simone Biles to have the super baby? Me. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Somebody says, "Oh, Simone Biles," right? It was funny because I, she came up in a conversation the other day where somebody was. Some somebody was saying something about like uh I hope not negative. No, it's incredibly positive. I was right. bring her up as a positive example. She's um, fucking cuz somebody was I, it, there was somebody who I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Who like let's say like presents is morally questionable in terms of the messaging presenting right. to the world. And I said, "Wow, I wonder who's got more followers, her or Simone Biles." Right. I didn't look it up, but I would probably assume yeah. that it was the person who's got like the not as good a message and like whereas like Simone Biles is like is operating on a level in her sport that's like almost like, who's un- the unprecedented. Girl who said um like cash me outside <laughs> who then had a rap right, right. career. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't probably know why I went to her for like more, the worst human specimen, but I feel like more she followers. Had Probably has more followers than Simone Biles. What you know the what hell was her rap? Simone Biles and Zion Williamson have a baby. Man, Genetic I mean, freak, Serena, Serena Williams, Serena Williams, and uh, the Greek freak. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which baby there is be better? There's like a video game where you could do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And like make like a hockey player. But see, but it, does it get? But here's what I'm saying: Does it get more? Does it get more intense with the genetic carrying down? So like Christian McCaffrey now, right. with like. Is there somebody? Is there a female athlete who's the the spawn of two incredible athletes? I mean, you know? that's how we've and done then, like, it with um, all animals. Right, right, right. That's how right, that's sure. how horse racing works. Right, right, right. They take the fucking you right. know the champion. Right, right. Yeah. Who goes of course, out of course, to yeah. stud. Out to stud. Spends the rest of his life. Christian McCaffrey going out to stud. I need some of that. Being, com- <laughs> horse being sperm. compelled to have sex with endless ma- is it mares, <laughs> mating mares. Day after day after day, it's uh, slavery. It's a hard job. But no, seriously, think if Simone Biles in Zion had a baby and he just became it to be like a complete fluke, like he's just fucking at home playing video games and he's just fat. <laughs> he doesn't. He has no <laughs> care. Look, look, look environment, <laughs> diet. There no, are other factors here. No work ethic, of you course. Know? I hate my parents. No of course. Zion's been dunking all over people. Mm, I saw that. He's been. He's. He's has a promising preseason. I saw that. Everyone's talking about his height. Like, he's not tall enough. But you know what I saw? There's a lot of sports talk here. I think, like, like, within five minutes of me seeing someone be like, oh, he's only 6'5", I saw him dunk on, like, six dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, it just makes it more impressive. Is he only 6'5"? I think he's, like, 6'6". Is this, like, the Barkley thing? 
Remember how everybody said like Barkley was listed at six six, but he's six three. Yeah, yeah. No, I think no. He came in two inches shorter than his Duke. Okay. Okay. Because the NF the NBA this year passed new guidelines where teams have to exactly measure their players. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like the first time ever they're like, no, right. it needs to be completely strict now, right. yada, yada, yada. You know well, what? Here's I, sports talk. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Sportscast. No, no, go ahead. Postseason baseball. Yeah. NBA starting. Yeah. Hockey starting. Yep. What the else? The Dolphins are cranking on all. NFL midseason. Well, it's, it, it's like they talk about, I think I was saying this the other day, the tire, it's like the really good time of year for sports. Because mm-hmm. then there's like the, the time of year for sports that's not good where it's like right after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I think it is where there's yeah. like a couple weeks where like it's just nothing. The going Great on. Depression. It's before like before college basketball ramps up and there's like just nothing happening. There's no yeah. college football, NFL's over, you know, basketball and hockey are still early. There's no baseball. It's like a rough time yeah. for well, sports. That's why that like March here. Madness. You, yeah, you yeah. Know. We got to go to a college basketball game. We, we got to go to a college basketball game this it's year. It's been a while. Let's do it. It's been a long time. Sco and I went uh, in Columbus and saw, we saw Ohio, Ohio State. State. Who they play? Fucking forget. I forget, but a great Syracuse player's son is on the team. That's right. Oh, Pearl Washington. Pearl Washington's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. I remember you telling me that. Um, right when we sat down, cast. there was a fucking girl just screaming. Oh, ah! all right. So I had a little uh, I, the thing that I saw, like where Zion is on track to have. It's like stupid stats, but yeah. Zion was on track to have like the one of the best field goal percentages in the history of the preseason. Eighty percent. And and there was I believe a, it. and there He's was a list. like. Right, high percentage shots, yeah. and there was a list of like the top six, and there was you see the names, and you were all like, "Oh yeah, well yeah." It was you know, and I got to give props to somebody because I was like, "That's remarkable." Okay. So it's like like one of the names on the list. It was like Zion, and then it was like Shaq, yeah, and like Alonzo Mourning, and right. I'm like, "All right, well that all makes sense." Right. They're either getting rebounds right. and putting them back, or they're mm-hmm. just fucking dunking on people's heads. It's yeah. all obvious. And Steph Curry was one of them. Whoa! Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. That's fucking nuts. Like, yeah. I think he had, like, a preseason where he was, like, 67% from the field or wet. something. And His I was like, wet. that's fucking it's, nuts. It's like, you, sometimes you see little, like, one thing that used to blow my mind was that, like, Tony Parker would always be top five points in the paint. Wow. As, like, a little guy. And they were, like, centers still back then. Right, right. And he'd still, like, every year, Iverson sometimes would get there. Like, when you see these little guards that have no right scoring all these points in right. the paint. That was his game, though. Tony no, Parker. I know. He would finish both hands. How many times did you see him, you know, do a lefty reverse? Yeah, that's crazy. I never would have thought that. That's yeah. nuts. That's amazing. And, you know, Iverson, you think, well, you know, Iverson was just attacking the basket. That was his, right. his game was so aggressive, but that's fucking crazy. Tony Parker. Is what, Tony Parker's like one of those guys who, when he was young, I was not a fan. Right. And then older Tony Parker, big fan. Right. I'm like that sometimes. Well, you didn't like, I'm Duke like when that you were young. It's true. You know. I'm like that a lot of times <laughs> with athletes, too, where I evolve on stuff where I'm like, uh, like I don't like the young guy. Like I didn't like like Aikman, Irvin, and Emmett Smith when right. they were winning all no, the time. I didn't like them and at then all. on the way out the door, I liked them all. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you kind of you learn to appreciate yeah. greatness later when they're just dominating. You're like, oh fuck these. I guys. mean, you know, <laughs> Kobe. I was not as crazy about Kobe when he was young right. as I liked him later. Right. I mean, how much? How awesome would it be if I was like, hey, dude, Kobe's gonna be on tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe's well, suiting up for I a know. game. I know. It'd you be know? huge. It'd be fucking Elimination insane. game. Yep. Yeah. Kobe's yep, yep, like, yep. I've been training and I'm back. What is Kobe doing nowadays? He's a film producer. Is he? I think he. He's or with a TV Spike producer. or something? I think he does a lot of stuff like in conjunction with ESPN and he's working on like documentaries and things. And 
doing these. He's like entrepreneurial. Like it's he's one of those guys that's gonna like sneak up on people. I think in like fifteen years and have like three billion dollars. Well, what happened to him with the Oscars? Didn't he win an Oscar? Yeah, he might have executive produced. He had like a documentary. I think something documentary. Something. Something. Yeah, Yeah, he's already making power moves. No, he's making moves, but like the same way like Nas is a billionaire, and it's like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. he always seemed like the guy who like. There was a period, at least, where it was like, yep. Uh, his career was at its best early, and he kind of fizzled at spots. This doesn't seem right. Yep. Oh, Jay Z's making all this money, but Nas yep. kind of didn't. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like venture capitalist Nas, yep. is now like a billionaire. He owns like a piece of like Lyft, and all Smart. these fucking things. Yep. You know. I wonder how much he got paid to do the voiceover for the Hennessy commercial. Sure, pretty penny. Probably more than his last album made. You know? It's a wild world. It's a fucking wild world. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, just, to, just to touch upon something we talked on earlier, I saw one of the three movies I said I was excited to see. Okay. Joker? Joker, The Irishman. Not Irish Joker, oh, and the not Irish The Irishman. I saw the Breaking oh, oh, Bad right, movie. Right, it's right, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Yep. And for all the Breaking Bad fans out there, I'll give it a six and a half out of ten. Mm. Surprisingly felt Perché. unnecessary. Perquet, perquet. Like, to go back into something like that after you've almost famously ended it perfectly in every mind. Like, I don't know anyone that watched Breaking Bad that's like, that fucking last season, what the fuck? You know, like, there's literally no one feels that way. It was just good. Right amount of time, everything. It seemed like it didn't need to be done. Really? Like, it was... Underwhelming, kind of? Like, did you watch the end of Breaking Bad? Yeah, but it's been so long ago. All right, well, like, one of the main characters flees and gets, like, after being trapped and imprisoned and enslaved, basically gets freed and is, like, speeding away in a car. End of the show. Jesse. But you can imagine this, like, 30-year-old kid or whatever, like, what he would get up to. That's kind of what you see in this. But I feel like anybody who watched the show, like, would have imagined that already. Yeah. And it didn't really add. There was no, like, interesting turn of events. That the show is known for, always doing like all these weird things and turns and like almost indie filmmaking style stuff. It felt like so middle of the road milk toast. Well, they were, they were, the show. they it were creating it for, for you guys though, right? Like no, for, right. for like the, the enthusiasts be... of the show though, right? They were creating it for enthusiasts of the show who, in, and I, I'm not saying that they did this. Because it's right. like it's like a commentary on being like creatively lazy. So I'm not yeah. saying that. Right. But maybe with the thought being like, you love the show. Here's this character. You just want to see how he ended up. Right. And maybe they're just trying to show you that, but they're not necessarily like adhering to the things that made the show great. And they're more just kind of telling, yeah. It seemed telling, like there telling was another not, chapter of the story. It really felt excessive and like. There was like a wide of the show. There was a point to the show, and it was like they, they nailed it. It was really bold and crazy stuff was going on, and this just didn't feel like that. It felt so generic compared wow. to the show to me. Wow. I don't like it. I'm not going to watch it. And it has to be, to me, even bolder than the show sure. to go back in and do this sure, after sure. it's perfect. If I told you there's going to be like a fucking Polly Walnut spinoff. Right, right, right. It better be fucking right, sure. at least as good as The Sopranos yeah, yeah, or it's yeah. going to be awful. Or there's right? no point to do it at all. Now, of course, they're doing The Sopranos prequel. Are right. you in for that? Yeah. His sure. son playing the young him? Yeah. Jersey City, right? Yeah, no, that's cool. It'll be a period era? piece. Yeah. yeah, it'll be a period piece. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Were you? Are you, in yeah. hindsight, how big are you on The Sopranos? 
Uh, I, I mean, I loved it, but I don't go back and watch it. Right. But I don't know. I mean, I don't really do that with anything right no, now. Yeah. I'm not in that zone right now. But like, but, do you hold but it I, 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 I in think... the high esteem? Is it on like your Mount Rushmore of TV shows? Or if you had to pick your Mount Rushmore of TV of shows. dramas, yeah, mine would be so weird compared Dirt. to most people's. Ozarks. Ozarks is on your Mount Rushmore. No, I'm waiting for Ozarks. Oh, all right. Mount Rushmore of TV shows. On the spot, I know this is tough. Jesus. I couldn't tell you. I, could, I don't know. All right. And that concludes. Might it be The, the Wire? faced Mount Rushmore. All right, there you go. The Wire. Yep. Homicide Life on the Streets. Awesome. Twin Peaks. Okay. And maybe The, maybe the Sopranos. Yeah. Maybe The Sopranos rounds it out. I'm just because I'm talking about like I'm trying to think of like something where I was eagerly looking forward to the next episode on a regular right. basis. Right. Um, the wire more for how monumental it was twin peaks and homicide for how influential they were on me yeah when i say uh the wire and monumental i mean like how important it was yeah it was just it was great filmmaking but it also just seemed like it was important and in retrospect even more so now when you consider where we are in the world yeah. it's like what an important fucking television show that was and how like we need those shows now yeah but Homicide and, and Twin Peaks just had such a, a profound effect on me just in terms of like my tastes and my aesthetic and Absolutely. how I want to write and tell stories and that kind of stuff. And then uh, and and then pro- probably The Sopranos just because I really enjoyed watching it on a regular basis so much. Awesome. That would be my, my – what's your Rushmore? Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to tell you how, how well I know Mark Bernardi, right? Uh-oh. All right. This will be tough. Go ahead. Mr. Robot. That's correct. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Twin Peaks. And The Sopranos. Uh, no, The Wire's definitely in there. Okay, okay. For okay, sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I would have to say... Breaking Bad's in there. Twin Peaks and Mr. It's Roman. really tough to condense the four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, well, I they're feel like different I'm, notes. I feel right? like, like I'm overlooking... Well, like, see, I loved Boardwalk Empire. I did too, but and then you and I talked about Boss recently, and that's one of the best, most underrated shows. Absolutely, ever. there's like two or three of my like top twenty got canceled after two little seasons. weird, weird. They were so stuff. bold, fucking crazy. What about things. K Street? K Street was another one. You can't even find I that know. in any. I feel like maybe they got format. maybe maybe it's maybe it's like a, they, on Steven purpose. Soderbergh made Ocean's Eleven among a bunch of awesome films, Out of Sight and stuff like that. Um, made a film where George Clo- or made a TV show with HBO where George Clooney was the cameraman under a pseudonym getting enough hours to make the union <laughs> uncredited. He was the cameraman and it was like a um, fake documentary following real political consultants, James Carville and his wife. He was a Democrat. She was a Republican. They were following their fictitious um, consulting firm in DC, mm-hmm. but it involved like Gore, like all the real po- political figures would make cameos on the show, like prepping for a debate, maybe helping them prep. So it was like very like meta where it seemed like it was really happening because yeah. they were really political consultants and these are so real American politicians. fucking dope, dude. Fuck. And there was all this crazy like terrorist. It was like post 9-11. Yeah. And it had one season on HBO and then that was it. Poof. And they'd like, they'd show like them preparing a candidate for a debate. Right. 
Right. And like and it seemed what, like it, real what, it, what they go through. Yeah. Right. And it was like legit two of the guys, Paul Begala and James Carville, who like work with Clinton. And, yeah, yeah. And they this like it was really hammering it. this candidate yeah. as he prepared. <laughs> like what, 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 like what they put you through to prepare yeah. for you when you you're gonna be in a debate, dude. If you're into politics and stuff, it was the craziest fucking show. So dope, and it was one season. Yeah. And like you feel like nobody ever What's saw it called. <laughs> What's it called again? K Street. K Street. K Street. But and like you, you can't even find can't it. Find it. In any, f- I've been, I've, it's like the holy grail of shows I've tried to find. You shut it down. You can't find it anywhere. You wonder why. You wonder why. Like it, maybe there's like a blue, like a laser disc of it on Amazon used, but I have not been able to find it. Um, there's a couple of shows like that that would make like my top 25. There's a show that recently got canceled called the fucking The OA, which was like, one of the crazy, it was like the modern Twin Peaks, I would say. One of the boldest, giving the least amount of fucks show I ever saw. What was it again? I'm sorry. Called The OA. Okay. And it was a Netflix show. And it was so over the top bold. Right. And highest, like, just appealing to the, just so daring. And it got canceled. Wow. In like cliffhanger fashion, wow. like the last scene of the last episode of the last season of the show is such a fucking mindfuck. Right. All right, here. Anyone who li- might want to see the OA, stop listening oh, no, now. No, no, gonna I'm going to give you 10 seconds, yeah. and then there's going to be a spoiler. Okay. Now we're back. So <laughs> the last scene of the last season of the show are all of the characters in the show realizing they're on the show. Wow. And the main character waking up in our reality, who's the creator of the show also, Britt Marlin. She's the actress, okay. the lead, okay. and the writer, wow. and the producer of the show. Wow. And she, and she wakes up as Britt Marlin right. in our reality. Right. Because the show deals with different worlds almost. Wow. And different realities. Right. And you're like, so like from season one to two, you go from one reality to the next. And there's like this, people are kind of like, she's kind of like disoriented. And you're like, will she remember her past world or whatever like that? And in this show, it ends with her arriving in our reality as herself. Wow. And like her husband in reality, all this weird stuff. And like, they're on like a set. Wow. And they're looking at the scene that they were just in that was super dramatic. Wow. Like, but now on a stage. Wow. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's such a mind fuck and didn't give a fuck. And they had like a five season arc of how this was all going to fit together like perfectly. So every little detail shows that it was planned and this vision from the beginning, just, you know, like auteur 90s indie filmmaker stuff. But on a show. On a show. recently? It just got canceled like two months ago. And the second season ended in the spring. Wow. And they were like trying to bring it back and pressure. It was like a campaign. People were canceling Netflix wow. to boycott and pr- trying to pressure Netflix to do a uh, a movie that wraps it up. And they couldn't condense it all into a movie. They couldn't get the deal to happen. So. I thought one of the shows that would be on the, the list, though, now that I think about it, the Bernardian list, would be uh, Lost. Yes, that would be up there, except for a colossal shitting the bed uh, final season and final episode right. that ruined it. Game of Thrones had a, would have had a chance to get there too, but right. equally awful sabotage. I feel like too. I feel like there are shows that that I'm not thinking of too that are definitely like up there on the list. Yeah. That uh, 
had like crazy finales or and you thought like we're going to be cliffhangers leading to another season or something and right. dope and then it never came to fruition and that was the end i feel like there are other shows like that where they ended with like the, the ending was sort of anticlimactic right i'm trying to think of what i'm thinking of but there's definitely there's definitely examples of them I mean, I feel like, like there was a show that I. God damn it! I feel like, like there Dexter was a show. had an awful ending, but you right. thought maybe it would Dexter keep going. Was, I'm gonna ruin like Dexter, all of TV Dexter, for everyone. Dexter was a show I really enjoyed. The first couple seasons yeah. of that were awesome, yeah. but then it was equally bad at the end. Yeah. And should I tell you? Did you ever see the final episode, of Dexter? Uh, I think so. I think I did. Yeah. All right. Pause for ten seconds no, for a spoiler. I think I saw. Yeah. So in the final episode of Dexter... Yeah, is he dumping a body after, out at sea? Yeah, after yeah. like falling in love with his sister... Right, right okay, yeah, And yeah. then like killing her maybe, yeah. I, I'm vague on this. Yeah. He carries her body onto a boat and right. drives into the eye of a hurricane to okay. get rid of it. Right. And then it cuts to him as a lumberjack in a landscape. Right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was the most... Awful, yeah, yeah, like me and the whole entire that's city right, is like being right, evacuated right. for the worst. I give you props ever. for remembering because I, yes, it I was, remember it. It being... is, if, oh, I think it might be like the lowest rated oh, no. IMDb episode of a television wow. show. It's like the famous example yeah, yeah. of a bit. I mean, here's the thing I remember not, I don't know. I remember like being disappointed in it, but I don't remember hating it like that. I think if you watched it right now, you'd be like, "Oh wow!" Because it was like, you know what? It was like green screen, hurricane in the background. Can I give you some (laughs) insight to my psyche? Go ahead. All right, I'm incredibly forgiving, right, to things and people I like. No, I understand. Like I'll, I'll, like I'll. For like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I sit there and I like, I'm like, oh Dexter, I love this show for several seasons. Right. Oh, you let me down, but it's good, bro. <laughs> you know, it's like you and I have conversations about that, like yeah, no, about people we know. Right. Where I'm like, that is fucked up and deplorable, and I am sick to my stomach. Oh, but you're cool. <laughs> you no, know, of like that, yeah. there's a lot of that in life, and I feel like I'll give like the benefit of the doubt to things, right. even when they kind of disappoint me when it comes to like TV shows. Totally agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I won't pan them because I'm like, yeah, but in general, uh, you know. To me, it's like a betrayal. <laughs> no, well, I mean, like, you know what? Like, I, what the reason that I love like the golden age of television that we're in, and like barely watch films anymore because I feel like this, the, the world building and like the vision mm-hmm. has changed. Right. Where it used to be in a film. Right. And now it's on TV. Right. 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 And so, like, David Chase and all these guys who make, you know, the Sopranos make the, or the guy, Sam Esmail, maybe Mr. Robot, like, these guys who make these vivid worlds. And then, all of a sudden, it's, like, a whole new writing staff. And, uh, you know, the main character who was good all this time, like, kills everyone in the big city. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not telling you what show that's from, uh, but... Uh, that's like a famous recent example and it's like to me i just hate i like when it's this like when they stick the landing yeah yeah. like to me that's when i'm like all right now i can hold it up on this of course on this pantheon of great shows so for that reason lost is this way definitely disqualified from the top five shows nowhere near i can't it was like you know it's like saying, man, I had the greatest time of my life with that girl who cheated on me with my brother. Right, right, yeah, of course, no, I know. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like yeah. no, that that right. the whole act the whole story, everything right. before the whole it story you need is to, tainted right. now. Everything right? needs to be taken in the context of the the full yes. of its full 
breath. Yes. Yeah. Carnival is another one that was canceled that I love that was totally fucking weird yeah. and bold and like biblically epic and I know I'm know. I know I'm overlooking one of I have a show like X-Files. that. X-Files. That yeah, X-Files was one of those shows that I, I forgot had. one Fargo. Fargo is absolutely one of the best shows ever. The first couple seasons of that were fucking Yeah. Insane. You went to that like edge of your seat right. for like 10 minutes of every episode right. out of your seat. And it was just like a Coen Brothers movie. They turned it into a TV show. I don't know how they fucking did it. I mean, the film is the film is one of my favorites. It is almost like... You Wait, watch you the film? You haven't seen Fargo, the show, Not the right? Show. Not the no. show. I saw yeah. the film a million times. It's like you watch the... Into it. It's like if Fargo was an episode of a television right, show. Right, right, yeah. But, none of the, but it wasn't connected, yeah, and someone yeah. just... It was the next yeah, yeah, yeah. part of an anthology. That's what the TV show is right, like. Right, it's right. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, this is like the most wow. pop culture cast. Pop culture Sports, cast. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip-hop. You talk about little hip-hop, little hip-hop Little evolution. hip-hop music. Yeah. Greg bumping that Danny Brown. Little g- genetic. Ah. Greg bumping that Danny oh, yeah? Brown. <laughs> How does he laugh? Here is the thing. I, I've always found him annoying historically. And then I saw somebody like kind of plugging it on my Facebook. So me and Skull were in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, and we... Uh, I was like, all right, well, you know, it's like crazy. The other thing too, you lose sight of is like how ridiculous it is that you can just see something and then immediately listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's nuts when you realize where technology is. It's like, oh, here's that thing. Oh, immediately I can listen to it. Right. So we throw it on and what you find is that the entire thing is sort of orchestrated by Q-tip. So you have that sort of like overarching vision on it. And it's actually got it's pretty dope. I forget what the album. Yeah, I mean, really there's like dope five dope songs. Yeah, and five dope songs on an album is like uh, nowadays it's epic. It's pretty epic. I've been waiting for like good music to come out, like more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just for it to get there's in front a couple, of me. Like bangers on that album. Yeah, the, that Danny Brown album is not bad at all. Sco introduced me to the Freddie Gibbs Mad yeah, Lib, Mad album. Lib album. Oh, it's Danny medals. Brown's album. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Savage Nomad is one of the songs. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of dope songs. The first song on the album, it's it's surprisingly dope. And I always kind of, he always kind of got on my nerves. Yeah, his voice is like, it's like be real. But they smell like the penguin. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it just seems like wildly cartoonish in a way that's grating. But he kind of toned it down in spots. Probably probably at the urging of Q-Tip. And, uh, yeah, like Q-Tip's fingerprints are all over, and it's dope. Because of that, it's dope, because he's, like, one of the great tastemakers ever. Um, it's it's a pretty fucking dope album. Um, f- the, what I'm excited about is that Apollo Brown Detroit album. Hell yeah. Wow. Did you did you hear the two songs on there? There's only two songs released so far. The rest comes out on the 29th, but it's fucking fire. <sighs> I have not. Yeah, this is a song called... He's doing a tribute to Detroit album that has 50 Detroit rappers. Everybody on it's from Detroit. And there's a Guilty Simpson song that is amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Beautiful song, dude. Such a soulful fucking song, bro. His last one was The Easy Truth. I forgot about that. Yeah. The Easy Truth is... That's the Sky Zoo one, right? I think so, yeah. That's fucking... That's one of my favorite modern albums, man fucking crazy how good that is apollo brown is like you quickly become like my my go my go-to modern yeah. guy it's insane insane how that happens Everything i thought there was gonna be i thought there was a what happened to the kanye album anyone anyone it turned into ringtones or something what the fuck I, no oh, but yeah, that was the, put it out on no ringtones. no i that wasn't the album though that was the album that didn't come out last year 
that wasn't the new oh. album. Like I there's a new al- there's a new album that was supposed to drop like on a Sunday, and instead, yeah. what came out was the prior album that never came out as ringtones. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Somebody catch me up here? No, no, Skull. I know, Skull. Skull on Thammy. It's a. I know. It's a real to me. Oh, no. Unfortunately, <sighs> Kanye is just a super, 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 super slow motion car crash. <sighs> boom, 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 boom. I, I'm just saying, like I it know, seems like. Uh, someone. But if you like, want to get hyped up for a fucking lift or something like that, you put on fucking black skinhead or something like that. <laughs> I see. Like I, to me, it's like it was like when Michael Jackson was still alive. I couldn't listen to even Michael Jackson's best songs because Kanye it just is there kinda, now for you. Yeah, it just kind of has like that residue. It's the same thing. Resident. Resident. Like I'll give you an example. <laughs> I can't listen to um, Nipsey Hussle's last album. Which I listened to probably like three days a week. That entire album would be what I listened to while I trained for like four months. And I can't put that on now because it's all about him like defiantly sur- being a survivor and he got killed. And it's like I feel I'm listening to it. I'm like, I can't listen to this. Right. I feel like there's blood on the fucking track. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. It's just not, it's sad. You're living you know? a lie. Oh, yeah, somebody talking all like this empowering consciousness, defiant fucking stuff, and they got killed. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I can't, I'm not like, that's not something I don't even want to, you know, soak in. No, because there's that like many sad, days. It's sad. I might go sad, listen to it like thoughtfully. There's one day, sad you know? irony. There's like sad irony built yeah, into it. Yeah, it's tragic. Yeah, and to I me, thought. like the whole Kanye situation, man, it seems like for years he's just been unhinged and enabled right. and made like a spectacle of himself as like a way of branding that's like i don't know like debased everything that he made him awesome at a certain point all of the notion of like well if i can cut through the noise it doesn't matter how i'm doing it if you notice kanye it doesn't matter how you happen to notice me no i know and like to me what made his like defiant attitude always refreshing is that like it seemed to come from like there seemed to be like this good attached to it right it was like oh i'm cutting through all this noise because all this noise is actually bad stuff right and what if there was like heart and soul in the world right and now it's just about cutting through the noise and that heart and soul isn't there and it seems like just untethered and i feel like he's just surrounded by 20 dudes who are like yeah man that's awesome do that man perfect well you know what's funny about that it's with- time for him to come back dude we haven't heard about or of Kanye in so fucking long but, I mean and I see Where but, is like, he? even the Sunday services like all this stuff it just seems like and I, like this isn't me like judging him no, no, or no. anything like it just seems like a tragic thing and when I listen to his music any of his new music especially but even his old music that I loved I just can't it has that that's what I feel when I'm right, listening right. to it. I can't escape that. Well, two things. One, what was the, was it Sci-High who posted the thing of him like at the outdoor Sunday service concert thing? I don't know. Like, I don't even Everyone's wearing white. They're just kind of like, yeah. yeah. No, well, he's just on the drum machine and right. he, there's a choir and yeah. he's like outside going wild. Right. And like, you saw that and you're like, oh, that makes me feel good. Look, no, no, but no, no, but I'm saying like, like that it's, that it's his, no, but I'm just saying like you know, the, to see that and that it was there and it was like, he's making something now. Right. And, and the spirit of it was, it felt like all the good stuff. Yeah. And I thought, oh, like, where's that? Like that, that's what we need. Right. But you know what it is? And it's interesting. And it's funny because Dirt always says that I'm, 
anti. And I one of the things that always made me like Kanye, always made me like Kanye was that he was anti. But there's the funny thing about that, right? It's like contrarianism. Contrarianism can go wrong right. when it goes too far. Right. When all of a sudden you're a contrarian about what's good. Yeah. If you're a contrarian to the point that you're going to co-sign what's bad right. and, and abandon your principles. There's so many things in the world to yeah. be contrarian about. Right. Right. Be contrarian against, you know, to right you injustice or right. something. You know what I mean? To be like, contrarian for the sake of being contrarian right. is probably never a good place to be. It can't end well. Right. And then, like, because like, because every so often, <laughs> not every so often, but every but there it, there are instances in the world where society moves in the right direction. Right. And that popular opinion is moving in the right direction. Right. So to be contrarian to that <laughs> means that you're moving in the wrong direction. Yeah. And that's not a good place to be. You right. know what I mean? So right. like to abandon values and principles in the name of being the opposite of everybody else. Right. There's there's a there's a fine line there's a there's a line of decency that you cross and, and it's like, well, it's like I, dude I see him in interviews and I'm like this guy is not I know, well I know. you look at like if you look at like this uh, is a sway interview with him it's like right. sway in the morning and he's like he's going on on a tangent and things and how I'm recent like, is that I don't know but what I'm saying is like yeah, yeah. since then his right. behavior oh, yeah, is yeah. consistent with that. Right. Like it's been a couple of years now of him like putting an album out unmixed and then taking six songs out and releasing 10 versions of it. And it's like 40 dudes wrote it and it's not, it just seems like a total like madman with nobody around to tell him, Hey man, maybe there's more important things than even music. Right. Like he could put out a great album right now. That's flawless sounds amazing and it's not and it's focused and all that it wouldn't matter to me if right. he's still acting the same way and seems the same way like you know he's, well, the, he's the antonio brown of music he's talented he's great thing where you're like this dude is just not well right i don't know well no what's 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 funny is that skull had pointed out to me before um and i guess it was like a source of frustration for me where what bothered me about Kanye, right, is that, like, I was able to, like, look past a lot right? in the name of kind of just liking his, the, what he's able to create and sort of the, the defiance that he was able to do it with. Right. That was one of the things that always, that always made him appeal to me, right? And being a tastemaker and being so accomplished in two fields, which is almost unheard of. Mm -hmm. You know, I said there's, like, a list a very short list of anybody who's ever really dominated two fields artistically, yeah. right? Like Kanye is one of them. Right. Like uh, Tom Ford, who's a designer and a, a filmmaker, yeah. is is one of them. But they're so fucking rare mm -hmm. that you can be great in two disciplines like that. It's almost unheard of, right? And, and I felt like Kanye was was is one of those guys. Um, but you pointed it out to me, and I never thought about it. And it, what it was was it was like um, articulating the thing that I found so frustrating about him. And when you articulated it, you did it in a way which made me think, "Wow, it's kind of like a, a microcosm of maybe his own mental illness." Right. Is him talking about the creative process and how these albums they're never done, or yeah. they never he's never he keeps re-releasing songs mm -hmm. and. Things are coming out in this scattershot way, and then there's a fucking uh, 
there's a release date and then it never happens or it, right. like it's just so like random and it seems like the, it's poorly executed because everything's poorly thought out and just kind of like impulsive. Yeah. It's impulsive in a way that that feels. It just reinforces. Yeah. Thinking of them as being like in an unhealthy place, and that's why I said like a slow motion car crash, because it just, it doesn't seem like there's um, any end to it. It's just constant. Right. right. And look, like he has mental illness. He, whether he should or shouldn't take his medication or anything like that, like I'm no expert, but like, man, if he didn't have millions of dollars, and I guess you could say this about anyone, but sure. like. If he was making 50 grand a year, dude, right. I don't think he would live very long. Right, right, sure. Like, he's able, he's, his mental illness is enabled by his millions of dollars right, right now. Right. And where he's protected a little bit by, yeah. By and it's wealth. like, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen, but I also feel like there's an inevitability of something bad happening. And I'm like, in participating in that. When I listen to his music, right, right, right. where to me it's like sad, man. It's like it sucks. like Michael Jackson was sad, right? No, for sure. Whether he even did his worst things, his life was t crazy. Yeah, and it was sad to it, me. It tragic, you know what I mean? For sure. Whether or not he well, abused kids or not, like he was clearly you watching this guy bleach his skin, change his face like a million times. Like well, you're it, watching a sickness, well, a mental illness but manifesting you know, itself. And, you and know? It, but it's like mental illness that is sort of like the manifestation of like pervasive unhappiness. And that's the saddest yeah. part, right? Where no. you could be so talented and so wealthy and all that stuff and, and absolutely Crippled. with, yeah. with sadness. And I like think that's like, fucking yeah. so horrible. As you I've gotten I mean? older, like, oh. As I've gotten older, I've kind of under, uh, more better understood how much horrible stuff there is behind a lot of art. Yeah, for sure. And success, even. For sure. What you can look in like sports and people who make things yeah, and how yeah. like, like what are I'm trying to like choose what I celebrate. Right. In a way. Yeah. Like, I to me, if you're like a great football coach and you're like abusing kids. And I'm like mad that the statue came down or something. Not that Paterno no, no, but whatever. was the guy. Well, but, but whatever. Just speaking whatever, of the right. statue was sure. as a symbol of things right. as much as anything. Right. As much as it was linked to one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, It was the success that was a byproduct of letting this defensive coach right. like rape boys, and right. but we're winning games. Right. And I saw it in the South with high school football and how they didn't teach kids. Well, you see Saban, how Saban is. Right. You know? Kids are not educated in the South. Well, I, in the towns that I visited, yeah. they were not educated, but they were taught football plays. Right. And then for 99.9999% of them, it left them as 18, 19, 20, 21, and hopeless and ill-equipped to do anything and survive. And right. so it's like, you know, just getting older and seeing how these things happen. Mm-hmm. I have to like either completely it has to be someone I know nothing about but if I find it out I can't I can't get past it you know it's yeah. really tough no, like course. if I find out the filmmaker was fucking you know uh, like Roman Polanski yeah, made sure. great films great films yeah. I can't watch them no I know I hear <laughs> you know I mean? they're like when you're like drugging and raping 12 year old girls it's like, I can't, you know, I think like people who applaud this fucking guy make me sick. That's well, the last I, person I, mean, I want to be. Yeah, I mean, of course. You know? Of course. And it's, I don't, 
I, I know there's a gray area where you don't know if somebody's guilty of like what they've been accused of. Of course. Like, to me, it's like one of the few things that I can control is like how much of that stench gets onto me. Right. Life's hard enough. The last thing I need to do is be like somebody who puts money in the pockets of somebody who's fucked up and doing bad things. Yep. <laughs> There's options. I yep. can go somewhere else. Like, yep. you know, this sneaker might be made in China. Another one might be pay the, you know, fair wages. Like, there's a way to find those things out. And I don't, I try to navigate those paths. But just for Kanye, I feel like, man, this guy is going to be like Michael Jackson or Prince or somebody else. And they're going to prop him up with his prescription dr drugs. And then one day he's going to die. And everyone's going to say it's a fucking tragedy. And meanwhile, it was happening in front of everybody's faces sure. for years. And nobody gave a shit because the money was rolling in. Mm -hmm. And everyone around them is getting their peace. The manager, the promoter, Adidas. They're all like, we got to, like, it's almost yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. if he died, they'd pretend he didn't the die. Gravy train. Right, they'd make a Kanye robot dude and not tell the world he died. Right. And they'd just keep fucking, they'd keep him on life support as a, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's dark. But, but it's I feel like that's why, like, he's yeah. already dead and that he's he's this fucked up version. Like, people could step in and help him. Yeah, yeah. But don't, because there's a financial incentive not to. Right. And it's like, let him keep doing well, it, man. enabling, enabling, <laughs> right, enabling, right. enabling Because they're getting the paid. Right, sure. Yeah. You know? His uh, ghostwriters, his 20 ghostwriters and his entourage, he's, you know, it's, uh, they're all sitting there like, man, I can't make money saying these rhymes. Right. He can. Right. So I'm not going to say anything. And like the two or three dudes in his circle, like, um, um, Rhyme Fest and guys like that right. who are like known stand up guys. Consequence, right? Consequences. Yeah. They're always getting like pushed out and alienated right. and there's beef and then he's not getting along. With like Talib Kweli, like all these guys were right. like, yeah, yeah. you know, it'd be unheard of. Right. Um, I, I just don't like anything. I just don't like it. You good, know, like as good score rant. I well, like sorry, that. Man. That was a good score rant. Uh, you know, no, no, for sure. <laughs> you know what he needs to do? He just needs to make an album where it's just him producing the entire album for X. I'd like to me. It's like I, that would be great for hip hop. But you know what? Like I would just like to see him, like you know, not doing a Sunday service. I know it's fucked up, but like. You know, so much of his genius is wrapped up in the insanity, and I know it's a fine line, sure. right? But, like, I don't know. It just seems to me like for years now he's been on a really dark, fucked up place. Can I, I you know, it's funny because there's a, there's a, there's like, you know, I, the Michael Jackson parallel is a legitimate one. Not to go on too, too long about no, Kanye. No, We've right. done Kanye rants on this podcast. Hey, before. look, man. We do. But but one of the interesting things though that I think they're, they're like because I think the Michael Jackson um, parallel is legitimate. But the thing about Kanye, the other thing about Kanye that always appealed to me about him personally, just on a personal level, was how I felt like he had this vision for himself, and then he willed himself into a space. Absolutely. And I think that it is rare that you see people like that who are so driven. And so focused and so motivated that they're able to sort of uh, self-actualize themselves and create a life for themselves, largely based on their own will. Absolutely, and I think he did that. Mm -hmm. And I, but I think that changes you. Right. I think it. There. I think that there are ramifications to right. that to be that driven that it <laughs> and get there. You know, yeah. yeah, and I think it's like, uh, like I don't know, like if you know, like the fastest race cars in the world, yeah, they don't, they're not, you can't drive them 200,000 miles, 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and I think there's some of that to it. Yeah. That when you're running that hot. Right. That long to get right. yourself to a place like a guy like him had to to get to that place. Yeah. That stuff in the engine starts to go. And I mean, it's like Tupac, a scary thing. Tupac. It's a scary thing. Like, I, I you know, because I get it. Like, yeah. and I see these guys and I think to myself, like, there's a cautionary tale in there. Like, I look but at But it's like, but then man. you never get to be kind of. You get it you fixed. You get that. the engine fixed and it's never the same. You don't get to be Tupac if you don't. You know, it's fucking oh, no, crazy. I understand. You know, it's what's necessary about, to reach that height. We talked about it can... with Piana before. Right. Or Ronnie Coleman, right? Yeah. Like, you yes. see the Ronnie Coleman documentary and he's. Right. And he he's a different example because it's not like he ruined he's ruined his life or anything, but his right. body is breaking it's mangled down because right. of what he went through right. to become what he became. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it sucks to see him like that, and it's terrible for him to live like that. But he's not Ronnie Coleman if he didn't do the stuff that put him there. Right. And I and it's like but like but then I always like use Jay Cutler. Yeah. Jay Cutler who has a personal beef with Sko. Sko and Jay Cutler are beefing. Yeah. It goes back to the Olympia. That's all. He's been supposedly Jay Cutler has been freestyling about Sko. <laughs> to set the <laughs> scene. Here we'll set the set scene. Set the scene for Jay Cutler. All right. I'm exiting the Olympia. Yes. Expo floor. Yep. Right? Yep. And Jay Cutler's carrying a box <laughs> of stuff. Okay. And he's walking into the <laughs> convention center. Okay. Carrying a ba- yeah, boxes. Okay. And he says, excuse me, very politely. Excuse right. me. Excuse me. The fucking gall of this guy. All right. So, yes. Yeah, so. so, anyways, obviously, since yes. that moment. Yeah, yeah. There's been a personal There's a little beef. bit. Of, yeah, yeah, you know. There's a like, personal beef. He didn't say sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. What he said, what so he he said was, was, So, he's carrying boxes me. and said, excuse there me. There was, like, some tension. Yeah. There's some tension. Think it was my physique. Understood. His physique, sure, sure, sure. Trying to occupy the same yes, space. Yep, yes, of course. Track <laughs> records in the sport. That's it. I get it. Of you course, know. of course. Found There's egos happen. involved. There's egos. You can't involved put two lions in the cage. Yes. You There's know. egos involved. This track's coming out featuring Damian Lillard. And <laughs> That's shit. it, dude. <laughs> it's like Damian Lillard versus Shaq. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so like, but then Jay Cutler's an example of a guy who won multiple Mr. Olympias just just I don't even know but a guy but he lo- he seems to be in incredible health yeah. and was able to weather that storm and whatever right so but anyway I guess the point I'm saying is that like there's always something to be said for moderation and longevity mm-hmm. right? because ultimately what are we talking about here like you want to be so blessed that you can live a long happy life right right because in the big picture what does it all matter if you can't but then then again like Tupac's never Tupac if Tupac's not doing the Tupac things that made him Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And the problem with that is that that those things don't also come with a retirement plan. No, I know. You know, and it's like so you you see like these people who kind of go down in history and become these immortal figures and to become the immortal figures that they became, they also sort of like ran themselves into the ground in the process. And it's a there's a sad thing there. And so like what I'm saying is like for Kanye just to go through the process of getting to the mountaintop, it takes a toll on a person's being. Right. Agreed. And just because he was built to get to the mountaintop doesn't mean that he has the wherewithal then to. Look, be I mean, the, there's be, other people that get to the mountaintop there. and don't end up. Of course. Where he's at, and I think like. Again, that's why it just seems to me like there's this whole lack of people who genuinely care about him. Sure. Sure. No, there's, I mean. Enough to put a stop to it. I mean, and you it, see like, it Prince, all the time. People, Prince and Michael Jackson and Tupac and all these guys. Yeah, yeah. 
fucking... who were driven into the fucking ground yep. mm-hmm. by addiction and illness and the compulsive behavior. And like to me, it's just and I'd be surrounded by enablers and fucking you know. Look, the rise but, is a butt be- sniffers the, expectations. The, the, they're sniffers. like pace cars almost. It's a beautiful thing to see, right? right. Like it's great <laughs> to see sniffers. when they get to the, the when they reach their heights. But the decline to me, I'm, I feel like I'm watching it in sure. slow motion, sure. and I'm like, uh, I just don't like the feeling of it. I feel like I've been here before in a yeah. way, and I'm like, I know how this ends, and I know how it's gonna go, and everyone's gonna act surprised. You know, I hope it doesn't. I hope it does. There was a, there was a but there's a metaphor. Be, you know, metaphor. There's a metaphor here, right? Where I was uh, I was in school at St. Joe's and on City Line Avenue there was a supermarket down the street from the school and the supermarket was in the same parking lot as um, a Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. So I would always go, often wander into the Foot Shout Locker. Shout out to Foot Locker. Yeah. Yeah. I would often wander into the Foot Locker just, to, just, just to browse. Big Asian. Yeah, just, I would, oh, yeah exactly. <laughs> I would wander into Foot Locker just to browse on occasion. And uh, one time I got there and I had just missed AI by like 10 minutes. No. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. Right? And the girl at the front desk tells me, yeah, you just missed him. It was crazy. He was in here with like 15 of his friends and they ran up a bill of like 20 grand. Yeah. And she's like, everybody was throwing shit on the fucking counter, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, but then when it came time to pay, he was by himself. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of, I thought to myself, wow, like that's really a metaphor for that dude's whole life. But then when you think about it, it's like kind of the way it is for all these guys, right? Like when it comes time to pay, you're by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's the thing. All these guys are surrounding you and they're all there for the fucking party. Right. But when it comes time to pay the tab... He's by himself. And they should pay the tab by, like, intervening. Of course. And maybe they make less money down the road. Being a friend. But, right. But, yeah. you know. Of course. Uh, so anyways, yeah, it's like, it feels to me like something crazy's happening. And I just, I'd rather not think of that when yeah, I'm listening yeah, sure, to sure. music. Or feel like I'm in that. It just isn't right, good right, right. energy to yeah, me, no matter what sure. the music sounds like. Sure. The thing. If you put out an awesome album right now, like, that'd be great. But it's so tough for me to get past all that. It's like yeah, I remember Sco looking at these situations before and saying to me, "I just don't think it's sustainable." (laughs) Right. And that's no, but and like that's such a thing, man. Sustainability is such an underrated. uh, I definitely uh, underrated underrated consideration. Thing to say because when you're 18, you can fucking you know stay up for four nights in a row and fucking you know right burn the world down. Yeah. Last week for Dirt Malone. But you know. Uh, even just re- regardless of, that's uh, just not what I want to be soaking in. Of course. You know? Yeah. Participating sure. in. But well, it, I hope it turns around. Cast went heavy. Chick-fil-A. We, <laughs> we eventually find our way yes. to something worthwhile. Oh, my goodness. To something to think about. No, people could definitely take a shit ton of life lessons around what you guys just said. Because I definitely fucking just did. Hey. You well, know? hey, man. I feel like you know this stuff. Well, under, this a little stuff. under the weather, so I'm just, I got, my ears are Pierce Morgan. Right. Let, let it so let it soak in a little bit. It's, it's all it. good. It's all good. Let, but that, hey, let the um, Tussin get in there. Here, I want to talk about this for a second. Let's okay. segue into King. Oh, I was gonna say you on that yeah. King. Derby. Um, definitely Speaking on the King. Of crazy dreams. Yes. Yeah, so I've been taking three in the morning. Okay. Before I train. Yep. Wash it down with some Viche. Yep. That's the best some way to start the day. Black cherry. Yep. But then. Before I go to bed, yep. Take that ominous night, and it gets dark, and you brush your teeth, and you just your last chug of water, and those three pills go in, yep. And then you go into this abyss, 
this fucking dream world where you don't know what the fuck's going on and there's people that you don't think about and they're there and there's insects and animals and you go, oh! Then you wake up, you're like, holy shit, that's sick. That's awesome. And then you keep doing it every fucking night and it's awesome. Wow. Nice. Also- You're in a vivid dream world. Yes, the the vivid dreams are amazing because it's just like, it's like a new show. Yeah. Every night. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's a new genre. It's a new show. You don't know what you're going to do. It's a new genre. What's your, what's your character? What's your character doing? I'm in a Western. And then you just wake up with a heart on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You got that, uh, as Greg says, I that 14 year old wood yeah, where you had to tuck it in in fucking wood class. 14 year old morning wood. We should Metal just take class. what you said verbatim and make that a graphic. Make it a t shirt. Make it a quote shirt. Make it a quote shirt. The king quote shirts are getting out of hand. It's a different genre. Yeah. It's fucking. It's people you don't. forgot about her there. And why is that? Because of what ingredients? I think it's just the zinc, magnesium, and vitamin D. I think we're all deficient in them. Um, I think magnesium lends itself to relaxation. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, like in really profound ways, I think it, it really impacts the body's ability to relax. Like, for example, mega doses of magnesium can serve as a laxative. Yeah. Because... Obviously not the dose that's in, in King, 10 times what it would be in King, but magnesium in high doses could be a laxative. It relaxes the bowels mm-hmm. when there's a lot of it in the system, right? So the dose that's in um, King is, I think, just enough to sort of relax you at bedtime. And I, I think that it has, um, you know, just uh, it affects melatonin, serotonin, dopamine and whatnot in a way where... Um, when you're deficient in those, uh, in that mineral, and then you're you're taking it in, it's going to have like a chemical effect. And one of the byproducts of that is the the vivid dreams. Yeah. You plus, know what I mean? plus, like yeah. when you're like, first of all, your brain's always thinking, and right, you're sure. always thinking about the next move, especially when you're awake. What's next? What do I got to do? What time do I got to be home? What time yep. do I got to do this? Yep. And then when you're asleep, all that goes out the window. Right. So your brain's just like, well, fuck. What what do I do now? Right, and then when you put those, when you put the king, yep, mix it in with the medulla oblongata. Yeah. What would you call that? King dreams? Were you calling it or king sleep or king dreams? You were calling it earlier. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard uh, king dreams. I've, that's one of the things, and I think we were going into um, launching the product. One of the things we talked about was the fact that that was going to be one of the first things that you noticed mm-hmm. from sustained use um, was uh, they were going to be having vivid dreams. Um, and deeper sleep, better, better sleep quality. And one of the byproducts of deeper sleep, deeper REM sleep is vivid dreams. I've noticed five things. Yeah. Better sleep. Yeah. And the crazier dreams. Yep. Boners. Yeah. Boner jams. Oh, (laughs) eight. It's more com- hair. It's a, compila- it's a compilation of all really? the best. It's a compilation Growing of all. The- it's a compilation of oh, all God, the best no. boner scenes in <laughs> that year. Boner jams. Oh wait. <laughs> so the more hair growth on the chest, the chestal region. Oh, Maybe wow. it's just a change in Scott weather. I don't know what it is. glances at right? the region. Yeah. Somebody well, pointed out that Sko's beard was looking quite beardy. Yeah, you're looking king, like King King Sko the third. <laughs> That's right, ladies. What's that? Three, four. Um, Definitely recovery. Definitely feel great. I don't know what that is equated to, but it's fucking. I feel great when I wake up. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. And then a little strength it's and endurance. Arrested. I feel it. Yeah. There's five things. You know, it's deep, like those crazy. Is it lucid dreaming? Or yeah, yeah, lucid. But that happens when you're 
in REM sleep, right? right. When yeah, you're yeah. in deep sleep. Yep. Yeah. So that's why you feel rejuvenated. Yeah. The king is taking you down to that. What do they call it in the Get Out? Your favorite band, REM. Not the other side. What do they call it in Get Out? Oh, it's uh, fuck. It's the something place. The sunken place. The sunken place. Yeah. 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 It's taking you to the sunken place. Well, the thing, right? It's like <laughs> the idea is that the sleep will be restorative. Restorative is the word, right? Yeah. That the sleep will be restorative and you'll wake up in the morning feeling like, um, you know, just replenished, re- reinvigorated, rejuvenated. Right. You mm-hmm. know, a funny thing that I've noticed is just totally random, but like Pooh Bear is in some fucking groove where he wants to get up and drink <laughs> multiple yeah. times at night. Right. All day he's good. And then time when it's bedtime, he's like, right? So it's like, uh, we're asleep. And then he's like, Arr. and I'm like. Fuck. So I get up, we go we go get water, right? Put him back in bed, and it's like an hour and a half later. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. All right, pick him back up. But the funny thing is that I'm, like, n- not having any trouble falling right back to sleep. Yeah. Where, you know, like, if your sleep gets, knock on wood, hopefully that continues, but he wakes me up to drink, and I we go and we get some water, and we go back to bed, and I'm right back out. Yeah. Did you say, did I hear you right uh, a couple of weeks ago? Uh, and you said you take King at 3 p.m. and 3 a.m.? No, you know what I think, you know what I said? And it's funny that, that you say that, because I, when I heard it, I said to myself, oh, it's funny, it sounds like that. What I was saying is 3 in the a.m. Okay. And then 3, three cap. Because I was three like, cap- dude, if you're waking up intentionally <laughs> Set my alarm yeah, for yeah, another 3 a.m. because you've decided, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, based on my field research, 3 a.m. is the perfect time. I'm like, dude, I need to intervene in a yeah, Kanye yeah. kind of way here. <laughs> no, I when I said it on the thing, I'm like, oh, it's sounding like I'm saying 3 a.m. and 3 p.m. Right. No, what I'm saying is three capsules in the morning. Gotcha. Three All capsules right. in the evening. So I can stop waking yes. up at 3 a.m. Yes, yes, yes. Imagine there's like some... That's why I'm so tired. Duke Jones right now it's like wait a minute well you're telling me you know i mean it, it is it is nearly grove it is nearly it is nearly grovember oh yeah so this is something this is something of the grovember it's quarter two the grovember ilk the yeah. grovember spirit right but the guys who set their alarm for the shake in the middle of the night that's a thing oh i know yeah. it is. that's a fucking no thing. i knew More it calories, i know it is right? that's why i was like thing. that's why it, oh, it seemed yeah, yeah. plausible to yeah, me oh I'm sure like, yeah there are I'm people like, that insane yes I know Greg's nuts, but <laughs> is he clearly is he three a.m. nuts? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know what we need to create the fucking wake up in the middle of the night, don't want to get up to fucking piss. What's that? What's that device that you just strap on? It's called uh, and you just catheter. Pay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's called a Snapple bottle. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> the the sh- the schwanz in the <laughs> the, the schwanz in the Snapple bottle. Yeah, that's, that's true. I uh, God, where are we going here? The, the, I have a friend mu- who mushroom a friend who literally pisses mushroom driving cap. salesman in the car all day. Great. So pisses driving in the bottles like yeah. without. Right, a second thought. Yeah, like uh, while navigating in traffic right, and everything, well, like all the time. You got to get up and fucking kind of, you know. Here's what I'm saying. Scooch over. Okay, here's what I'm saying. So now I'm not, I've established. Uh, that's not how I'm I would est- like to drive. I've established right. that the rest stop. I'm the only weirdo who's ever been so tired that they had to stop at the rest stop. Greg actually established that. I've established that. It seems okay. like you're, a lot of people would just uh, crash their car. It seems yeah. like you're a sensible person. <laughs> Trying to be. Yeah. So, so that's established. But there have been very few occasions but i have been in, in in a situation where i have had to piss in a bottle in the car oh, have yeah. you guys ever had to do it okay so i'm yeah. not the only one no 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 yeah. one time i was literally trapped on like a stat night 
What's the what's the fucking highway that goes in between Staten Island the and Jersey? Four forty. Oh, no. I was on one of those fucking highways coming back from God knows where years ago, yeah. and it was like rush hour and i was in the middle of it in the middle of the fucking lane and i'm like i have no choice yeah and i'm like uh this is like a gatorade bottle but yeah it was like the only it was it was my only hope you know what's the worst thing ben kenobi you're our only (laughs) what's the worst thing is when you have like a a 16 ounce like you know a kirkland signature and you're like this is not gonna work out so you literally gotta drive and kind of you start to panic you start to panic piss midstream you're like oh my god the, ve- the vessel, <laughs> yeah. the vessel I have is insufficient. <laughs> Trouble me over for twenty minutes. Trouble. You gotta dump it. <laughs> been sucking keep... on, sucking back on some of Granddaddy's <laughs> yeah. cough syrup. Have you? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> but yeah, that's nice bad. pull over. Or pull over. No, it's a cardigan. It's a cardigan. That's a predicament. I guarantee listeners have dealt with that, where they've only had that, that pole and spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, they, they filled it spring. up. Or more than 16 say on the pole and spring, yeah. half a piss. Yeah. Yes. And then it's when the you're done, you kind of smell it a little bit. What's it? Oh, and then oh, you right. dump it. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Take a drink God it. Damn it you drink it a little bit. And then you're like, We're hey, off the rails, We're off the we fucking were, It's rails. funny because we're like that. totally with him the entire time until he started to sniff and drink beer. Well, he's also like miming the sniffing of the urine. Hey, man, if you're going to pee in a bottle, you might as well smell it. That's what my tattoo says. Stool samples. <laughs> stool samples. <laughs> While driving. Holy shit. Beltparkwaystoolsamples.com. You got a tattoo on your wiener that says if you could read this and <clears throat> fell off, you know what I'm saying? It's quarter past gibberish. <laughs> All right. So there's been only a little king talk, very little training talk, no eating. Oh, we haven't eaten. Post. People think that we're people think that Is like it it's eaten? not eaten, man. It's yeah, eaten. let's talk about it's that. Eaten. Yes. It's eaten. First eaten. of all, uh, it could have been eaten. I agree. But yes, people have taken issue, Greg, right, with the word eaten, then have reached out to G Code Nutrition to inform us that eaten. Yes, is hold not, on, guys, is actually not a word. It's not a word. Whoa, Can you imagine that? Really? And I love, I love. <laughs> I'm going to be snarky for a second. Oh, I love when people sun me about the English language. Yeah. There's nothing I like more. Absolutely. There's nothing that I look forward to more than someone teaching me proper grammar. Yeah. Proper, you know, Absolutely. vocabulary, how to articulate things properly. I, there's nothing I like more. Sco and I, not me and Sco. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Exactly. You're doing well. You're not doing good. Yeah, I'm just exactly. doing okay. F- uh, f- I'm doing fine, finer enough. Eight. Yeah, so they they wanted it to be, what's the dirtiest thing you've... Eight. Well, eight, which is also improper, by yes. the way. Yeah, it doesn't And I said actually would be eaten. Yeah. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. Eaten. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, not the dirtiest thing you ate. Right. That's also not yeah, no, correct. Like, right. If you're right. going to fucking sun me, then you got to sun me with the correct fucking grammar. If you're going to go on that level. Holy shit. That's great, though, because people who saw the post, they were like, oh, I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to no, say it. Greg it's said like, bro, me, you obviously don't know Greg us. said to me, maybe eaten In retrospect, should have been, been in quotes. And I said the grammar police... Their, li- their, their lives, lives should, should be in quotes. Well, yeah. You knew that that was going to happen. <laughs> I was like, holy But anyway, holy some crazy fuck. responses to that post. Yes, it turned into like... <laughs> One-upsmanship. Yeah, somebody, there was a little yeah. bit of like... Every there will, sample there from Costco. Be, a dead body there will not dipped be, in marshmallow. No, the one guy was like a professional eater. He's like, well, one time oh, I yeah. had 700 hot dogs in this under an hour. This wasn't ever, right? Am yeah, I wrong? No, this this, isn't this like, past weekend. It's like a binge. Like, yeah, your yes, previous weekend binge. Yeah. it's uh, It got a little out of hand. 
but we're going to have you know. some winners coming, so stay tuned. Some honesty, though. Like Nicole Swole said, like, I had McDonald's. Yep. I'm like, well, good for that you. Might have win. more. Have eat you more. Know? Eaten yep. it more. That could win. It should. Yeah. It should. Like, it's, it's got to be, it's gotta be it real. real. It's got Yeah, it's got to be keep it real. 42 jars yeah. of fluff. It's like, come on. We got we to no, do it It's not about again. one-upsmanship. Yeah. That's not what it's all about. No. But it's, that was Derek Malone's idea. I got to tip the cap to him because I think Eaton is, it's one of the aspects it's that- It's universal. Yeah, is it a thing. Is, I should have did hashtag Squadcast. A shared experience. With a K, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, the shared experience. It is a shared experience. We've all done it. We've all felt the shame glaze. Yes, of course. But then in other instances, I say, like, uh, someone, uh, said, like someone was in that thread talking about feeling guilty- to which I responded, no, no, this is not the place for that. There's nothing to be guilty. You need to yeah, embrace no. the eaten. Yeah. Embrace it. Embrace it. One of the great joys of life is eating filthy things. What are we here for? But, uh, yeah, so whoever won that, they probably already have a box on the way with all of our favorite snacks. Well, There's gonna the, be, uh, yeah, by the well, time uh, they to hear to say, this, uh, To say our favorite. I mean, not favorite. Because right, something... I can't put, like, a, I can't put an ice cream sandwich in. Right. Yeah. You know? Chipwich. But, Although, you know, it could just I mean, be melted could. liquid in a bag and they could refreeze it. I've sent it. some weird you shit could. in care packages to people. It's what you're known for. <laughs> but so we're thinking that we're going to construct the box for right. the first eaten winner. Right. And it's going to contain what is it going to contain anything other than snacks there, Malone? Will it contain some G code supplements? Yes, it, it will definitely contain okay. G code supplements. So right. G code supplements so that you can um, undo the damage yes. of the snacks we're sending. Yes. Okay. And also. Some of our products, I would argue, are substitutes for unhealthy of course. snacks. You want a little cinnamon toast crush in the evening. Yes, indeed. A little coconut almond milk or something banging like that. Mm-hmm. There have been times. You won't need that ice cream that might have been your submission. There have been times where I have substituted Mighty Chocolate Milk Feast mixed with milk and enjoyed it as a treat. Yes. So, you know. I suddenly want a peanut butter and jelly badly. Oh, a can't go wrong. A oh, goober? Man. You I want had, some I goobers? Had yesterday. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich Maybe yesterday. Maybe that's what I'll get in the box. I had a peanut butter and jelly know. sandwich yesterday. Little goober grape, dude. Goober grape? is a, That's a skull fucking oh, favorite. Oh, man. I used to have that on Ritz crackers in my grandparents' kitchen as a kid. <laughs> I'd make 20 sandwiches of the Ritz crackers with goober grape peanut butter and jelly. Shouts to Christine. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Christine Sanicero. But one of the snacks mm-hmm. in my house. Yeah. When she was trying to feed a hungry lad, that was like <laughs> a daunting test. That <laughs> was like lad. it was like it was like a treat, but it wasn't like over the top junk food. Right. Was the Ritz the peanut butter and jelly Ritz cracker is really difficult Bang. to fuck with. Now in my house, it was strawberry preserves. Understood. With with peanut butter on the Ritz cracker, yep. and it is. One of the fucking all-time greats. But an interesting thing is that I grew up eating strawberry preserves on peanut butter for my PBJs, always assuming that's what everybody did, where grape is the more popular oh, yeah. and famous. Right. Tara grew up on the grape, yep. and I've opened my mind up to the grape. And now I'm I'm good they with the grape. They both have a place. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm I'm stra- into jam. I'm the strawberry guy. I'm stra- still strawberry preserves my favorite. That not so much jelly, but like the strawberry that's actually got this chunks of strawberry in yeah, it is yeah. more my my speed. Right. Yeah. But I I I'm I'm cool with the grape now. I've opened my mind. Dude, up I'm into grape. all jams of all kinds. Marmalades. Like marmalade with peanut butter and banana on bread is banging. Yeah, sure. Hmm. I mean, you're just substituting the sugar source in right, a way. Right, you know course, what I mean? Like course. it's just a different fruit, but like of they course. all work. Man. Apple butter. I saw something crazy. Oh, I'm not gonna like remember a pumpkin what the fuck butter? it was. 
Everything's pumpkin. It was even yeah. more wild than an apple butter. It was like a Stonewall fig? Kitchen Black fig? something apple butter. Stonewall Kitchen makes some dope condiments if you want to spend like $9 on six ounces of marinade. But uh, You want to gain 10 pounds, go to Lancaster for a day and go to the flea markets and shit. They got done shoe flat pie, mm-hmm. moon pies. Yeah. Oh Sign my God, dude. Sign me up. I should have yeah. freaking, I should have definitely up. have brought some. Sign me up. Show All right, me, so yeah, keep an eye out. We're going to have the Eat and Winner. Yes, Eat and Winner, which will get, they will get a snack, they will get G-Code nutrition supplements, but they will get a snack from Dirt, snack from Sco, snack from G. Yep. All uh, with, uh, in in this package. They will get yeah. a snack from each of us, each, each a signature snack, something filthy. For which they can good eat prep it. for Grovember. Absolutely, just in time for the Grovember Santa to come. Yep, give you a little ca- caloric injection. Yeah. I heard that there will be uh, there will be many features to Grovember. I won't I won't give away too many of them. Oh, there's gonna Get be ready. some heat. But Get I think I think this year what we're gonna do best is we're going to stick to themes. Yes. So there'll be da- there'll be some daily themes. Something mm-hmm. maybe the Squadcast is known for. Yes. Will be happening four or five times in yes. Grovember. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Consuming X amounts of X. Yep. There will be several days uh, of the week, every week of Grovember, accounted for with a theme. And I think that's that'll be one of the, one of the dope things to look forward to, for sure. 90 minutes uninterrupted. Wow. Power Pure cast power here. Cast. Wow. No breaks. No breaks Super at all. Super set that's of correct. the cast. I think that uh, we ran quite a fucking gamut there. Wow, culture. quite a gamut. We're like in the fucking, what is it, the skeleton. There's no breaks. That's it. We, we Kanye'd that. Hence. We, we just kept going. We did. When you're on the skeleton, you can't fucking break until you get to the end of the, or the deluge. Oh, okay. Deluge. Oh, yeah, That's there you what go, he's talking about. He was, was talking like, about I was trying to connect Olympic. Halloween with the like, skeleton. Is white he was talking about obscure, <laughs> obscure Olympic sports. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm down for all that, though. I love the Olympics, and I like the obscure sports. I think it's dope. Been seeing a lot of running, like, you know, collegiate running and shit and sprinting. Well, and the 2020 relays. next Olympics is the Summer Olympics coming up, right? Yeah. This, this coming Can summer. I, but we, we have an, um, 90 seconds here Go ahead. to hit 90 minutes. Let's do it. One thing I want... We didn't really do the dirtiest thing we've eaten. We just didn't. We didn't really do the food cast. We just sort of talked about the theme of it. But go ahead. Right. Um, The event, and I think it's like got a chance it might be happening. Okay. But I would love this. Okay. Is three-on-three Olympic basketball. I think that would be one of the most riveting. I've wanted there to be like a two-on-two tournament for the NBA, like All-Star Weekend for Mm -hmm. like 10 years. Something like that is like... You want to talk about as a kid, like a dream fucking thing, picking right now, if you're in the NBA, right? Let's just say it's like LeBron and, and you know, um, Harden and somebody else playing against like the three on three, all it, like you never get to see that right, in right, the right. sport. Right. But so many people who play the sport. Of course, that's how they play, know the sport the most. The they most know that. We all know that so yeah, much. It's yeah, a yeah. different sport when there's all that paint and all that. Of course. What would that look like at the highest level? We've never seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot you know, of just high like pace, you want to see the speed. best dunk contest, the yeah. best shooter, that is almost a different it is, thing. I'd sure. love to fucking see that. Man. I sure. would, I'm in. Be awesome. So, anyways, 15 seconds left. Greg, what do you got? 
I've never been big on somebody shooting the air ball and putting it right back up when you play three and three. I agree, Travis. Ten seconds left. You what take do you the got? Back, you're you know, a when you cheater. I don't like when baseball players wear the uh, mittens on their hands when they're playing. God. I completely agree. Baseball games should start before nine p.m. Eastern time. I also Astros think, and seven. I also think. That, I also think that the fucking socks up and the fucking short pants on for baseball, not the long floppy ones over your fucking top of your cleats like Manny Ramirez. Agreed. Unless you're a stud and you look cool. You look cool with them up. Especially I mean, got I some prefer, leg development. Like, the El Duque you know pants to the CC Sabathia pants. But yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. the, the CC Sabathia pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm saying it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's but like over like the back CC's of the cleat. Just like looks like, jam- looks like jammies. I think if CC like tucked his <laughs> pants in, he'd Does he have his fucking jammies like, on? think if CC Sabathia like tucked his pants in, he'd look like, uh, I don't know, something wild, dude. It'd be weird. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like a good, it's a good look to have the like, I like his pants. look like a ball player. Like, how does Trout wear his pants? Saggy, does he? <laughs> yeah. See, I kind of feel. Yeah. He looks like, like Cece's pant leg is like a, yeah, yeah. the size of like a you know a towel. Looks like he's got fucking jammers on. True. Hey, next time you're at a rest stop, pee in a uh, Gatorade bottle and take a, take a nap. At least, <laughs> at least twenty ounces, guys. And that's <laughs> it for the cast. Wild one. This words, time. words to live Wild, by. Wacky stuff. Yep, words, words to live on. Words to grow on. Halloween havoc's coming. The Halloween havoc on deck. Get ready. Leave him with that. Peace. Peace. Peace.